This is Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature presented by NDSU Extension. I'm Kelly Armbruster, and today we'll be talking about how North Dakota beef producers are getting ready to start calving season and how nutrition impacts the calving process. Joining us today is Carl Dahlen, NDSU Extension Service Beef Cattle Specialist. Carl, how does a cow's nutritional requirements change as she gets closer to calving? You know, if we look at our North Dakota producers, the majority of producers are going to be calving sometime in March and April. So where that puts us right now is we're kind of on a transition from that middle third of pregnancy into the latter third of pregnancy. And as we do that, we're going to need about a 20% increase in the amount of protein that our cattle are consuming and about a 16% increase in the amount of energy our cattle are consuming. And, and the reason is because we have a great amount of fetal growth. Depending on where you look, that's 75 to 90% of the actual growth of our babies is occurring in the three months prior to calving. So major changes in the amount of nutrients our cows need to eat. What are some of the consequences of not meeting those nutritional requirements? We get this question a lot and it's kind of interesting. Um, There's a philosophy out there that if I don't feed my cattle a lot during late gestation, that I can have lower birth weights. And in the beef cattle world, this lower birth weight is thought to be related to less difficulty calving. It's really interesting as a a summary of studies that looked at this issue. And yes, feeding cattle fewer nutrients during gestation did lead to slightly lighter calves, but it did not translate into uh, less calving difficulty. Actually, those cows that were fed low amounts of nutrients, they had more calving difficulty, but then it, it continues to snowball from there. The incidence of sick calves, specifically calves that were sick with scours, calves that were sick with pneumonia, was much greater in calves that were born from dams that had low plane of nutrition leading up to calving. And the other thing, you know, the simply calf mortality or the amount of calf death loss that was experienced was greater in those cows that were on the low plane of nutrition. How does a low plane of nutrition affect her when it comes time to rebreed in late spring? Certainly rebreeding is is an issue, and that poor plane of nutrition, when those two groups of cows are compared, again, a low plane of nutrition and a high plane of nutrition, cows fed uh, the low plane of nutrition much fewer of them were cycling when the breeding season started, so they had not returned to estrus, and that translated into poor overall pregnancy rates the following breeding season. What can producers do now to ensure that their cows are nutritionally ready for calving? Uh, what we can do is we can just take a big step back and truly evaluate where we are now. You know, what are the body condition of our cows look like? What are the nutrient contents of our feeds? And again, I'm talking now in generalities, but we need to say when is our specific calving season targeted? Because we do have producers that are certainly outside the windows that we're looking at currently. So a good look at those things. Also, what are we doing from a pasture standpoint? Because there are still cows that are out on pasture, out on corn stalks. We may need to supplement those cows. We likely need to supplement those cows and make sure we boost their energy intake. The other thing we can do is we can look at our cattle and is there a way to group cows because in any herd there's cows that are thin, there's cows that are in good condition, and there's cows that are too heavy. If we just blanket provide more nutrients to everybody, that means we're overfeeding cows that don't need to be overfed. So if we can sort out those cows, that would be perfect. And if not, be sure to spread out the feed so that we don't have boss cows kicking thin cows away from the feed. And also we need to keep temperature in mind. We've got three things that work against us in the winter, and those are temperature, wind, and moisture. So if we can manage the wind with wind breaks or something like that, 
manage the moisture with some bedding when needed, and keep temperature in mind. As temperature gets down below about 18 degrees Fahrenheit, the needs of our cattle increase, and we need to adjust feed deliveries accordingly. Do all these things, we can get better calf health, improve fertility, both of which will have major economic implications for our beef producers. This has been Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature presented by NDSU Extension.